another episode of Multiverse Musings, the vidcast, and Krypton's Legacy, a Superman podcast. As always, I'm your host, Adam, and with me is my co-host, Steven, better known as the Albert Pennyworth of this podcast. Master Bruce, and I have been watching Pennyworth Season 2, and it is awesome. You're watching those home movies, eh, there, Albert? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and as you know, Alfred, a ladies' man, comes up with yeah. a few ladies in this series. Yeah, <laughs> great. Season one and season two, no different. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that um, the, um, but also this week, things are a little different for you, uh, Stephen, because you are the uh, the premier West Allen Stan on uh, Twitter account. <laughs> uh, you see, not by choice. As, as I alluded, alluded to in. Uh, the Amodeco podcast, Stephen and I had a bet uh, regarding the Italy and England uh, European final game. And uh, basically, if whichever one of us lost would have to become, uh, change their Twitter account to be a West Island-centric Twitter account, because we both can't stand those shippers. And so <laughs> the best way to kind of antagonize each other would be one of us would have to be yeah. <laughs> that, depending on which country lost. Uh, Stephen's country lost. And so... Um, he had to transform his account. Yes. It's been quite funny. Uh, most people get the joke and are, are laughing a lot. Or yeah, I think some Steve. people have unfollowed me because of it. <laughs> most people are laughing at Stephen's uh, hardship over this. Um, a friend but, of mine messaged and asked if I'd been hacked. <laughs> you could have said, yeah. Been, been I should have said hacked by the love between the two. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you, uh, you know, um, look, it was a good game. I, I think, uh, you know... Um, I don't want to got, talk about it, Adam. Well, no, well, <laughs> we, have, we have to. You see, I'm a very... Stephen, I'm a very... Um, uh, what's it called? I've been thinking about, about you know, England and what they could do to... You take the next step because they're very they're close. Well, we need we need the new manager. That's what we well, need. Because the, the game was up. very close. It came down to penalties, yeah, and, yeah. and that's you no, know, that's fifty fifty. Anybody's good. So I was thinking, what could they do to get over the hump? And I and I thought of two things. Uh, you see, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a magnanimous winner and a magnanimous <laughs> host, and I come up with these solutions <laughs> to try and help people. So here's what I came up with. Uh, I agree with you. The coach needs to go. Uh, look. It, Everybody knows that whenever you go south, it's never a good thing. And having a guy <laughs> named Southgate is, could possibly be the worst thing you could you could ask for. He's too he's too negative of his approach. They need Northgate. Is there a Northgate in England that can coach this team? That's what I want to know. There's probably a guy called Northgate, but I don't think he's yeah. a football coach. Well, there you go. I mean, the, the second the second conclusion. This is the biggest issue that I found. What's his first name? Kane. I forgot what his first name is. Harry Kane. Yeah. Great player. You know, he's very close. To, you know, he's, oh, border, he's, probably best, he's probably the best striker in the world. Yeah, he's a borderline superstar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he's had a lot of success goal-scoring-wise, but just a little thing to get over the hump. And then I started thinking, why is that? And I came up to a conclusion. Well, you see, in one of our other, you know, favorite things, wrestling, there was, I also, we were gonna go this there was also a Kane, and he was very successful, but he was never the upper echelon. You know, what was he, champion once for about a game maybe and a half? twice. I think twice, yeah. But, you know, so he was really good, you know, top, almost top tier, but not quite there. He, he never compared to The Undertaker. 
So they need somebody named Taker. <laughs> so, and listen, Who can... You, penalty you, taker. There you go. Yeah, there you go. And you, the best thing is, Stephen, you got a guy named Rice on your team, so it's not inconceivable that you can find a guy named Taker. So those are my two Fair solutions. Enough. Fair enough. Those are my two solutions. Right. To, Let's move on. Let's uh, move on. Win the next, uh, it's in, in the, the past season. now. Right. But that's why Steven's account is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So we just wanted to, you know, specify that. But enough soccer talk. That's not what we're here for. Uh, we're here to talk. Uh, the main portion of our show is going to be uh, the Superman loss review. Can I just say, you mentioned the Undertaker, and the yeah. name of the episode is kind of a bit Takerish. So that'll be interesting. Uh, mm. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the valley. Is it like through the Valley of Death or something? It was yes, called. indeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just getting the title up now inside yeah. of me, but uh, yeah, I was Undertaker, thinking like that's the intro. Right, yeah. Comes from Death, Death Valley. Yeah. But, and the Undertaker uh, once cameoed on our show. Yeah, and he could have we're talking about him, he may interrupt again. <laughs> I'm actually sat in the dark this time because he's, he's really a light outside. I've just got the curtains yeah. closed. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we're going to talk Superman and Lois, but there is uh, a little bit of uh, news uh, to discuss. And that news is essentially a full trailer for Titan Season 3. Yes. Um, just, we both just watched it before we came and I it's literally just dropped like half an hour ago or something. So basically, WB and DC are back to dropping things uh, right before we, we record. Um, yeah. Well, just, um, it's nice. <laughs> but uh, so, what, what, what are some of your thoughts, Stephen? It's just right um, if you're a big fan of Death in the Family and Under the Red Hood, I think you're going to absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty clear um, that they're going like full full tilt with, with that storyline. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you see in the trailer, you see Joker beating uh, uh, Jason to a pulp with with the with the uh, crowbar. Uh, obviously, you don't see the Joker in focus, but don't matter to it. me. Though. I think it works. Just the way they've done it, you know, from the the yeah. behind shot, it and looks brutal as well. I'll just say that much when he's doing it. It does, and the fact that he's laughing the whole time through. Yeah. And then the the thing that really shocked me was the fact that you hear a news reporter say, you know, Batman's partner has been beaten to death. Mm. Um. And then, you know, there are... So I, I I thought that they would have found another way around. Yeah, we well, we both assumed Deathstroke were going to kill him in Season 2 and it didn't quite happen that way. Yeah. But then we thought... I thought, because he left at the end of Season 2, didn't he, because he went off in a sulk. Yeah. I thought, oh, he's probably just going to come back as Red Hood. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. But but I'm glad they're doing it this way because this is the right... This is the traditional Yeah, way. no, they're going, full, they're going full out and I really like that. Um, Did you notice as well when Bruce is talking to Dick and he drops the crowbar, which I'm assuming he's beaten Joker with it after Joker's been here? Oh, I can see um, that. He's uh, kind of wearing like a black... It almost feels like something he may wear under the suit. Does that like make an sense? undersuit, yeah. 
You remember what, like what Ben Affleck had in uh, Justice League? I was thinking that kind of thing. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not quite at that level because that had like shapes and everything. But yeah, that was essentially like, the bad suit under the under the armor, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. So yeah. I was thinking, it looks like to me like maybe he's just taking his, he's come part of the cave and he's, and he sees yeah. he's he's quitting as Batman as well. He's decided that's it, I'm done. So my whether thing, it'll stick or not. No, my thing is. Do we see again shadowy Batman, you know, kicking the crap out of the Joker? Like, remember, in, me- remember in season one where we saw like Batman in the cave, but you didn't actually see. Full yeah, on. no fighting. It was all smoke. Yeah. I thought they did it in a very clever way. Though. That worked. worked. That worked yeah. because Batman is, you know, in the shadows and, and all that kind of jazz. Um, yeah. But I, I'll never forget the reason I bring that up is because you know my former co-host kept arguing with several people online back in the day when the, when the, remember when they released the imagery of the stunt guy in the suit? Yes. And, yes. It, was that, and it was that, like, not, that cowl that didn't fit properly. Yeah, and yeah. And the, he thought and that he no kept arguing that that was a really good looking yeah. cowl and I'm like, stop, it's not. It's not going to look like that. It was kind of, I think he's one of them people that he was like that though, wasn't he? He'd kind of unconditionally loved someone where yeah. reality was because you were never supposed to see it like that. That's why it looked yeah. like that. Because when yeah. it's in and the, then, in the and show. And to be fair, when you watch the episode, the car looks good, but you're not seeing. Well, it's so dark as well. Like, it works. Yeah. It's just a silhouette, isn't it? So that's all you need. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I'll never forget can the I, arguments that he had about. Can I say something though, right? It, I'd love to see Ian Glenn in the cowl, just one, just for one shot. It was so I, cool. Uh, you know what? I think if they, if we saw that, I think a lot of people would stop their complaining about, oh, he's too, he's too old to be Batman. But you know what's about those complaints? The show has established that this is a Batman who's been doing it for a very long yeah. time. So he's going to look older. Yeah, like, I, I I don't understand the complaints because realistically, Dick Grayson is what? Late 20s, early 30s? Yeah, exactly. So if you, if you got him when he was a kid and we we see at the beginning there's going to be some flashbacks, yeah. which makes me think that may be a scarecrow thing because I think that's who's talking to him. That's why he's yeah. in the, and, 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 the stuff about Crane. And, and, and Tim Tim's what? Early 20s? Oh, sorry, yeah. Jason's early twenties. Yeah. Oh, you saw Tim in the trailer, was all yeah. yeah. And then, and then Tim, yeah. who's a, who's maybe a teenager or in mm. early twenty as well. Yeah. If Batman's bringing on all these people. Well, guess what? Of course, he's not going to be thirty-five forever. Yeah, exactly. He's like, not, like you say, it's not the comics. It's uh, yeah. It's an it's an adaptation of those stories, but done in their own way and stuff. But yeah, it's just. Just kind of annoys me when people just get end up in it. And Ian Glenn for me feels like if Adam, like Adam West, if he could have played it serious, I think this is how he would have That's played it. That's what I think it is. That's I, what I is, like. When I see him, I imagine that somewhere along the lines, in continuity, shit got dark in the '66 universe. Yeah, so, and, yeah, it kind of works, doesn't it? Yeah. And this is the result. Holy you know, on the donut, Batman. <laughs> yeah, um, like I and I and I borrow that kind of logic from Zaki Hassan, who, who applied it to Zoro recently. Because you know the mask of Zoro, how the the one with Antonio Banderas, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. and Anthony Hopkins, yeah. as as the original Zoro. Well, according to Zaki in his head canon, 
he believes that Antonio Banderas is playing the Zorro from the Disney show from the 50s. All right, okay. Yeah, and he just aged. And, and I'm like, make it work. And I'm like, you know what? I like that theory. I'm taking it. It works. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like I, I feel like Ian Glenn because Ian Glenn's a great actor. I think people forget like the guy's been around for a long time. In yeah. fact, if you remember, um, I don't know if you've seen it, the clip from when I can't remember which director it was was going to do Watchmen. He used Ian Glenn in the I won't I won't whatever yeah. man that's real name. Yeah, the, um, uh, Night Owl. Night Owl. What, what's his alter ego? Do you know in that? I can't remember. It's been a long time since I watched Watchmen. Yeah, that the, the character's name. I think it's Dan Dryberg. All right, okay. So he's play, he's playing him in the the sort of did like a fake a fake scene to say this is I would do Watchmen, and yeah. he was in that as well. But um, I feel like maybe the casting him and Polly was a bit of like oh, it kind of you know it gives off that Adam West vibe. But like you say, as if things got dark and yeah, you know even I think we saw the car in one of the previous episodes and that looked a little bit it kind of looked like a mix of like the sixties and. Yeah, it's like I, I, the way I said it back in the day. I don't know if I said it on air or not, but I'll say now. Mm-hmm. That Batmobile is basically if the '89 Batmobile and the '66 Batmobile had sex, that would be the rough <laughs> child of that, that yeah. car. Yeah. But uh, but what we can also say, and we can apply this to Superman and Lois and various other things, is you borrow elements from yeah. different yeah. versions and you make yeah. them into the wrong thing. But but yeah, just seeing. The, the crowbar thing and all that and um, when you actually do see the red hood as well and it does sound different which I thought was amazing yeah, um, yeah. it just looks so insanely good I get oh. the feeling because I know there's the plot with Starfire and her sister I get the feeling that's going to become probably in the second half of the season yeah and maybe they'll kind of drop bits in because one of the things I think they've struggled with in the past um, seasons is kind of mixing stories together so I almost wonder if they're going to kind of wrap one up and then go into another yeah, one. I, yeah, I mean, treat it like a comic book arc where, you know, there's one story. So, like, episodes one to five are issues, the, these, this Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be smart. Um, I was trying to think what else was in the trailer. Seeing Superboy with bullets hitting him, I mean, I just, any super character with the S with the bullets yeah, to hitting me, him. To giving, me, that, giving that every that, day. To me, there's a spin off <laughs> waiting to happen there. That's just. Superboy and Crypto. My, well, my feeling just Superboy. Uh, obviously, I have Crypto tag along, but I think there's a spinoff here. Why is my phone going off? <laughs> Ignore that. I don't know why. Calling the uh... <laughs> um, alert, alert. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, um, but yeah, also he looked very distraught when he, because obviously he saved Jason's life in season two, and I think he had a bit of a bond. He looked quite distraught, didn't he? When you obviously Dix told the team what's Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was, he yeah. was hugging, uh, uh, Don, I think it was. Yeah, that's right. Which? Which? Uh, do I need an excuse? To and have, something else I thought was interesting is um, Hawk says something like, oh, if you're going to dove, I'm going to Hawk. Yeah. And I, I got, right, I've got, this is my prediction for season three. He's going to die. At the end of the season, he's going to die. Hawk's going to. I could see that. Because he's doing because a, that, he's doing a show on Amazon. I think he's doing. Uh, is there? Okay. Jack Leach. Do you not kind? Do you? Yes, he is actually. I forgot about it. Do you kind of get the feeling like his arc has always kind of the way it's been built across this? It feels like he's coming. I feel like he feels like he's coming to an end. Does that make sense? Like he's destined to. Yeah, it, it seems like, like he's, he's destined, always for been death, destined to die. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's my prediction for uh, season three of. And Titans. you know what? What really got me was the there was a line of dialogue with uh, Dick and, and Barbara. 
Yeah, that was not good. All where where she's good. like, uh, uh, do you know how, did, did she say hypocritical or difficult? I can't remember what she said. Um, is this when she's on about the father and son thing? Yeah. I think she says, I think she might say hypocritical, actually. Yeah, she says something like, do you know how hypocritical it is for the for the for a son to step into his father's shoes? Meaning, Dick Grayson, the adopted son yeah. of Bruce Wayne, stepping. Unless in. you did say difficult. Well, either way. Yeah. Nightwing's but... response was, "Yeah, I have a pretty I... good idea, Commissioner Gordon, because obviously, yeah, yeah, you know, in this continuity, Barbara is the, the commissioner of Gotham City." Yeah, I. The way the trailer played out, I think it played out like Dick's going to become Batman, but I don't think that's going to happen. I reckon Tim. Will kind of bring Bruce back. You, you might not necessarily see. Oh, obviously, obviously, Bruce is going to come back to Batman. Yeah, because if you think about the comics when they did the Tim Drake start, I think it was Year Three, was it called or something? The story arc. It's called something in it like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, he kind of brings Batman kind of out of his funk yeah, a little bit, yeah. does Tim? So, I think that's what'll happen. But it awesome trailer. Honestly, I'm really excited. When does it start? Is it August? August twelfth. Right. Well, think. we'll probably be starting that when we finish this, won't we? So. Well, August is going to be great because we're going to have basically our show will be our main show. Obviously, there's going to be you know we're going to do the yeah the eighty nine Superman yeah, yeah. seventy eight. Yes, but our, yes. Our, our main you know when Stephen and I usually get together, it's the, the main show is Superman and Lois related. Yeah. When that goes off the air, it's going to be a combo where we're going to be reviewing. A Stargirl episode and a oh, Titans episode in one, yeah, in one yeah. show. So yeah, that'll be the show. Yeah. I forgot about Stargirl. Yeah. But um, August is going to be great because we have Stargirl and Titans. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and that's on the countdown to October for uh, Fandom, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> God knows what. I, you know what? I don't know exactly what we're getting, but God knows. Uh, yeah, I'm willing to bet it's going to be great. But it's amazing that I've got like Fandom on my birthday. And I'm a big Halloween fan, so Halloween they have new Halloween films out on my birthday as well. So Ooh. I'm gonna have to. I'm thinking I'm gonna go see that on the Saturday, and then we're probably gonna have to record on the Sunday. So yeah. it's just gonna be a mad. Are <laughs> you gonna, Are you gonna go to the theater to see that? Is that you? Because I am, by yeah. then you'll be you'll be double. Well, interestingly, my second job is two weeks today, I think. So, so that yeah. the Saturday, uh, the Friday that week, thirtieth, uh, Suicide Squad's out, the new one. So I'm going to go see that. I'm going to make up my first cinema trip since... Uh, um, I'm a little bit nervous about it, but I thought I'm going to have my mask on. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, my thing is, when I go again, it probably won't be for Suicide Squad. I'll probably watch it digitally. <laughs> well, you uh, mean, it's, it's coming... It, that's an option, isn't it, for this one? So that's kind of good. Yeah. Where when you get to the Batman next year, that's not going to be an option, is it? So. Yeah, so I'm going to have to... But yeah. my solution is, I, I, like, I don't care what the situation is in October of that year, I'm going to freaking put the mask on. And listen, if I don't eat popcorn for two hours, oh, well. I mean, like, popcorn, to me, all, all the people talk about, oh, I'm going to have my popcorn, I'm going to have my big drink. I don't. Whether I eat popcorn is inconsequential. Right? Like, well, to me. You can always just... Right, or, or you know, I could binge it. Binge, I can have a... I can have, popcorn is something you can eat at any, any time. Yeah, 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 like popcorn is so readily available. It's like it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not this I, obscure commodity that you can only get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm a little bit. Um, 
nervous about it, but sure I'll be okay. Just just mask up, you'll be good, buddy. Yeah, I will. I will. And, I'm, you know, I'm go go at a time when you know the theater is not going to be packed. That's the best part about it. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't know if it will be. I don't know if people are going to want to go. So it might. Yeah, so you might be, be good either way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's we'll see be, anyway. Yeah. It's going to be. We got to. It's going to. And uh, that's right. August is the Suicide Squad as well. So August yeah. is a, is for DC fans. August it's is be crazy. A, yeah. And you know, you think about fandom. Last year was in August. Was it? Was it August or September? It was. Yeah. 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 So, if that had been this year in August, would have been it's good oh, job it's in October. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, think about it. The Batman is going to have a full, proper trailer, you know, with the movie being complete. Yeah, yeah. And if the trailer they gave us was only twenty five percent of the film, and it was that good of a trailer, <laughs> God knows what he's going to concoct yeah. with it with a full film at his disposal. Yeah, we're probably going to get first looks at like the Flash and stuff. Flash like. is going to is going to get something. Yeah, and, uh, Black Adam. Oh well, yeah, for, get for we're going to get the suit reveal for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll save it for that. I think they may even do some sort of promo thing rather than doing a trailer for the film. They might do like uh, it might still yeah, it'll be like behind the scenes where they reveal. Yeah. The I mean, like this is on one, but it won't be going. Why is it so dark? <laughs> yeah, no, no, it'll be like the rock time. That remember was great, he, though. Remember what he did last year when he like it was a five minute and he was like, yeah, married. yeah, that was. It'll be that, but they'll show you actual shots of the suit. I thought that was actually the best panel at Fandom last year. It was so cool that. Well, yeah, um, for me, it was that, and then Matt Reeves' the whole discussion, like, talking. yeah, but the, the the rock one was so unique. I mean, it wasn't like any other. Yeah, because you know why it was cool because it gave you that. Um, like a motion comic explaining yeah, this movie. Yeah, it was really cleverly done, yeah, yeah. And the other one that was cool was The Flash, mainly because it was like, you see clips of the 89 Diamond, it's like, <laughs> it who was in this movie. Um, I'm trying to think what, probably get a look at Shazam 2 as well, I would have thought. I would think um, so. I reckon Aquaman, you might get like a BTS thing like you got for Suicide Squad, where it's yeah, like behind yeah. the scenes, yeah, I don't think yeah. they'll show it, because right. that's going to take a lot of work to... Right, but you'll get something. So basically, yeah. every DC movie that's currently in production, you'll yeah, get something yeah. for. I'm interested to know because last year, one of the things I was kind of a bit disappointed in was they said the biggest announcements and then there weren't really any. Although, if you include the games, maybe, but I'm not a gamer. So I'm hoping, I'm not saying they're going to say we're making this film, but I wonder if there will be some. I well, wonder, I'm, I'm not saying I want there to be, or I think there should be. I'm saying I, I wonder if there will be. Some of the scoopers out. are some of the scoopers are suggesting you're gonna get brief panels for um, uh, Batgirl and Blue Beetle. Yeah, because they're kind of in pre-production. Yeah. Those, but I'm talking. Guess, are they gonna are they gonna say this is happening and we didn't know it was coming? Do you know what I mean? Oh, that, that, I <laughs> that, that I don't know. You know, I, I mean the only one that that. And I guess people know it's coming because the writer in, has been per- announced and, the, and JJ is producing. But the only thing that can have a splash is maybe an announcement of a director for Superman if they have it at that point. Possibly. I mean, the scripting can be done until December, apparently. So Right. But, I mean, you could always hire a, a director with a partial script. Right? You could. You could. I mean, I, you can, I'm assuming I they're meeting... That, that's one, yeah, I won't, be, I won't say set in stone. I, I, think it's, I think it's probably gonna happen but I won't put all my eggs in my basket see, at the minute because I'm more, until I'm more confident because it's JJ and they put that much yeah, money Yeah I, I could see that but be, until because the merge well, is coming as well. Just because it's Superman and Superman over the years has had 
Yeah, possibly. Yeah, we'll see. Ish- anyway, issues. That's what I mean. Upon issue. And you look what happened with the Flash, and then. Yeah. I I always think it's better to not get ahead of yourself. Yeah, my stuff, my so. thing would be don't announce it until you're ready. Like don't yeah. don't, don't talk about something unless you're ready to talk about the it. O- so while you may get something like maybe a discussion with the writer or something, because the script's not going to be done until December, he might have put an outline or something. I don't know. We might see someone, but even but I, I even if it's something we don't know is coming, like maybe like James going on, but like we're doing a Harley series, you know, something like oh, that. Which geez, I know she geez. said. Well, you know, she's obviously said she doesn't know when she's going to play. I, I kind of get why she wants a break because she did back to back projects. Yeah, but get to understand too that she's already having that break because she's doing yeah. other things now. So it's that's what I mean. It doesn't mean between now and then they can't say, "Oh, do you want to do one?" Type thing. So. Yeah, and, Jay, and yeah. James has already said that she and him have had a conversation about working together. Yeah, and you know, even something else like they might say, but like someone else from Suicide Squad, I would want to do a spin-off. No, I definitely don't off. think James Gunn is done in the DC universe. That's for sure. Oh, I I think when he does Guardians three, I think he's gonna be DC exclusive. Yeah, I, I I think they're gonna have three main architects, if you will, uh, at DC going forward, and it's gonna be Matt Reeves. Hmm. James Gunn and uh, and JJ. I guess you're gonna have more though because you've also got the kind of the rocks people are in charge of the rock. Yeah, the rock. Yeah, but but the thing about JJ is it doesn't sound like he wants to direct anything. So I don't know, but as as an overall producer of his corner, that that Justice League Dark stuff looks like it's gonna happen. So the probably yeah. Well, again, like I say, you put five hundred million (laughs) dollars into the guy's production company, you're gonna want some, you know. Uh, like they made, they made that deal with uh, yeah, we'll give you your, your own projects, but we want you to work in the DC yeah, universe. Yeah. That was part of the equation. And again, I still find it funny when the writer asked. Uh, he did an article about you know his production company going over to Warner Brothers, and they're like, "Have you guys talked about Superman at all?" And he's like, "Well, we haven't had those conversations." Bullshit, you know. Yeah. Well, you, you had those conversations. I think it turned out it was. <laughs> you knew you knew you were doing it. You yeah, lying yeah. SOP. Yeah. No, but yeah. So, but that's the uh, thing. That you know, we we don't know what's coming around the corner. I do I do think the merger maybe they might be like, well, let's get these things done. We've got in production now before we. Yeah. Because they're not going to want to put five hundred million down on somewhat massive until they've got that locked in. Oh, but yeah, I think no, it should no, be no. done by next year. That um, merger anyway, It'd probably take about a year or two. So yeah, a year and a half to two. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think that was you can't rest it this year and next year. Probably the only other thing that, I, that they could say is a surprise is me. <laughs> no, at fandom. <laughs> is me. Multiverse Musings is now an official DC product. <laughs> yeah, no, but maybe Green Lantern. More, more about the Green Lantern. Courses. I think you'll get. Yeah, I think anything that's in production, you're going to see some up for. So. I, like, I, I think they'll finalize the cast at that point. Yeah. They might even have some pre-production out, you know, like the Flash did and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. Anyway, you know, Titan season three looks great. Start. I think we've got a lot of stuff to look forward to. We're going to be very busy. So. Oh, it's going to be a busy time, and October will be here before you know it. Exactly. Yeah. And then next year we've got three movies. Well, three in the three on the big screen. There might be more. Yeah, and then the two, because apparently the plan is that both Blue Beetle and and Batgirl would be 2022. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. Releases. That, that seems to be the plan. 
But there's going to be a lot to cover, anyway. <laughs> so that would be five movies in yeah. total, which you can't really complain if you're a DC fan. I mean, <laughs> someone, why is this on HBO Max? But I, I, I don't get why anyone's got a problem with that. Like, something like Blue Beetle, for example. Like, you take Birds of Prey. If that had been a HBO Max product, it probably would have got a spin-off yeah. and sequels. But yeah. because it came out at a time before HBO Max was there, and it was kind of expected to do a big box office, and it didn't really. Yeah. It kind of went against it. Where so sometimes I think these people get annoyed about like Blue Beetle not being the big screen thing. I'm like, well, it actually it's probably got a better chance of success on HBO Max than it does on oh, absolutely. big screen. Anyway, absolutely. Because so. regardless of whether or not we like Blue Beetle, a lot of, you've got random John Street and say Blue Beetle, they go what? <laughs> you, <laughs> can't what Blue ban- you can't bank on. Um... You you can't bank on, um, what's the what's the the phraseology that I'm that I'm looking for? Like unknown commodities are. Well, well, you can't bank on the fact that just because it's, you know, yes, diversity is important now, mm. but just because it's it's, um, you know, a, a Hispanic lead. Uh, hero doesn't mean people are going to, you know, exactly. Yeah, they, they need to be invested in a story and a character and stuff. So, run to the theater, yeah, and I, somewhere else as well. Like, you know, like there is there's like three films next year coming out, is it, it is three next year, and then you've got to remember that if they make everything theatrical, that's going to delay the release dates as well, and then you're going to get less content because they're going to be waiting for stuff to come out. Yeah. So, if you have HBR Max products like Batgirl, like Blue Beetle, they have a, they can come out during the breaks between like Batman and Flash and Black Adam and all that, and fill in those gaps. So, uh, it, it, I think people just enjoy morning, to be honest, man. Yeah, just just, <laughs> just enjoy the fact that we have so much stuff coming, both on yeah. the big and small screen. Like so before we it. go to the before we go to the episode, I just want to, and I did show this off air, but I, just want to, I got the Steel adaptation for the 1997 film. I know the film's a piece of crap, but this book, I, I got it because the art is just tremendous. Um, and oh, it's by, is... you know, Louise Simonson, John Bogdanov, you know, Dick Giordano, you know, yeah. it's in good hands. Um, just, like, look, how good does that look? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. That was fantastic, doesn't it? Now, the funny thing is, they, I, I read an interview with, um, well, it wasn't really an interview, it was like an article, um, and they, they they didn't get told anything about the film. They kind of got told, oh, we made, oh yeah, there's this Steel film coming out. And they were like, oh, nobody told us to write a Steel film. And, you know, they would have offered to write it. And they're like, well, you do the comic adaptation. And they were like, we invented the character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and obviously the Steel film, it was a misguided attempt to, I, mean, I think it was like a cheap, trying to do a cheap cash-in on something. Um, probably could have been quite good. But because of the comic, you know, and Superman 4, which is, Quote, quote, no, often said a bad film. I've got the comic of that, and I think the comic's great. So I'm just intrigued. I was just intrigued by the art and stuff. My like question is, in, in the comic, do they have the the, the, the S shield on his armor? No, no, the, the the suit is the suit from the film. But it looks so much better as a drawing than it does actually in live action, doesn't it? It does, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I thought I'd bring it up because obviously we're going to be talking about steel tonight. So yeah. And speaking of steel, men of steel. Let's uh, get into through the. Is it through the Valley of Death? I think it's called something like that. Yeah, 
I forgot. It's all Undertaker talk. It's going to be confused. Yes. <laughs> Who knows when he's going to come out? Sure. <laughs> it is through, through the Valley of Death, yeah. So, yeah. So, you go, you hit us up. Do you know, I'm just looking at the titles for the coming episodes, by the way. Episode 14 still doesn't have a title, weirdly. I wonder if it's a spoiler. Because mm. episode 15 is called Last Sons of Krypton, which I think well, we know, we, we, we know there was a big spoiler throughout this episode. Oh, we can talk about what we want now. We're, for the, no, we're past okay, the spoiler wall. So, well. so <laughs> we're over the spoiler wall. We flew over it. Um, flew through it. <laughs> We'd have to George Reeves it. <laughs> yeah, smash right through the... <laughs> Right through the right through the wall, um, but um, no. What I liked about it was the the constant sort of pushing from Lois that Superman can fight through this. Uh, yeah, this it's the it's the ever-enduring hope that Lois has in regards to Superman. Yeah, and it was uh, interesting when you watched the last episode, because um, it looked like he'd already turned, but he hadn't. It kind yeah. of was turning. So yeah. it's interesting that they kind of went that, that route as well. Uh, but she's right. We knew, we know she's right, because we know Superman is. Where It's yeah. all about convincing John Henry, isn't it? That, you know, yeah, and I even got a sense, I, I even got a sense that General Sam Lean you know, he basically gave the okay to John Henry Hines to take out Superman mm. if if that became a, a, a reality. But yeah, you, you could tell from from General Lane's point of view that it's not something he wanted to do. Like you could actually legitimately tell yeah. that he wasn't out to you know take out Superman. Well, he he had a line, didn't he? Where he basically said, you know. We need Superman. Without Superman, we can't win this win this yeah. war. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think he's right. He was right to take that precaution, in my opinion, like to say if things go. And even Clark, obviously, he to contact John Henry because he was like, if he has to take me out, he has to take me out, basically. Yeah, and I think I think <clears throat> you know the, the the key piece of dialogue from from Sam at that point was, you know. Um, I have to, as much as I don't want to, I have to treat this like any mm. other threat. Yes, yes. Well, because if Superman does turn, I mean, we're shit out of luck. Like, yeah. really. And so, yeah, um, so it seemed he was possessed by Zod, right? That's yeah, that, that's the big, that's the big... So. If you remember back in Smallville, you know when they had the Kandorians and they were all in that orb. So this is obviously the pre-loaded consciousnesses of of these Kryptonians because we know Lara didn't. Because I was chatting to them about this today and they were confused and I said, "Well, Lara didn't die and then get put into the Eradicator. Her consciousness was already in it, so it was like a failsafe. For, it's almost like the, the the Codex in Man of Steel, literally in that in that respect. Like this is all the, the but it's not DNA; it's consciousnesses." Of these Kryptonians, and it, it, you remember in because um, remember in Smallville how Zod wasn't General Zod yet; he was Major Zod. Yeah, he hadn't lived all that, you know. So I kind of so these these are versions of these characters like Lara. She kind of existed before Krypton blew up, and 
Um, who was the other one? And then Zod. Because somebody was saying, oh, well, how did he fight Zod? Because in the history of the series, if you go by, if pre-crisis is still a thing, he fought Zod. But I'm like, still works because that's Zod's consciousness, not Zod himself. Yeah. That's kind of the way I took it. But oh, do you think the Superman on John Henry's Earth was probably the same thing happened to him? Or do you think he just went bad? Because they kind of keep saying how our Superman's different. But I'm like, well, maybe he's not. Maybe he was good as well, but he just got turned by the... Yeah, because he didn't have... Or did Ezra just convince him on that? Because even Superman was saying, uh, you know, an episode or two ago where he remarked, you know, up to a point, our lives were the same. Yeah. So do you you, you buy into that then, that he was also possessed by Zod in that? Oh, yeah, I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Because I kind of think they need to clarify that because I think he's making him look bad, if you know what I mean. Where yeah. I think it's like saying, well, they don't need to clarify it, but I'd like them to clarify it. Because she was obviously drilling into John Henry, like, you know, I, I've told you how Superman is different, but maybe he wasn't bad either, because he, he didn't have Lois as the anchor and the kids to bring him back yeah. in the, you know, fighting in like a mental fight. Yeah. He, he wasn't able to do that on that earth because there was nobody to kind of pull him back. Yeah, because think about it. If, if his mother, if his adopted mother and father are dead, and he doesn't have loss or the kids. Exactly. What, yeah. co- what connection does he have left to humanity? Exactly. So if he gets, you know, the same, um, I don't know what you'd call it, a transference in his fighting, he's got nothing to fight for, has he? Do you know what I mean? He, yeah. He's not really got anything to fight for. So I, I just wanted to talk about that because it was something that kind of I kept thinking about as the episode. And I'm kind of like, well, maybe they need to stop saying. Our Superman's better than yours because it's not really that he's better, it's just he's got these anchors that he doesn't have. Well, she keeps saying he's different, yeah. and the reason he's different is that he's got a family. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm mis- misinterpreting. There, there's the difference, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, uh, you know, and this goes back to a debate about, about was it Grant Morrison saying that he doesn't like or, or they don't like because now he's gender neutral, so i got to be careful how I say it. They... Grant Morrison doesn't like when uh, writers use the trope of, of, well, Lois dies and Superman loses it. Like, he can't handle it and loses it. Which I think he was really alluding to Injustice, right? He's t- I, I guess he's alluding to Injustice, but... Because like, Injustice spoiler, isn't... isn't um, spoiler alert, Injustice is better yeah. than what, what you've written regarding Superman, sir. Except for all, All-Star Superman, but... But, but injustice, I've heard it's not it's not just Lois dying that turns him, is it? It's somebody no, it's else, not. isn't it? But, but, so he's kind, of, he's kind of, that's kind of an assumption that Grant Morrison's making. That's well, kind but of my thing, my it? thing is, it's not just about Lois. It's to, it doesn't have to be just Lois. Yeah. To me, it's the the connection with humanity, be it his yeah, parents yeah. or Lois, right? Because if you so, look at Kingdom Come when Lois dies, he obviously doesn't. It, it goes another way. If you look at, which we never got the sequels, but the Justice League, um, the Zack Snyder one, it's the anti-life equation that makes him bad in that. So yeah. he, he's, he done, it's not like Lois dies and he's just like... Rah. Yeah, but, but, I, but that's what I mean. That, it's more... That's the way Grant Morrison kind of played it. But I don't think... Have you read a version of of, of Superman where, that's, where he's kind of gone bad because Lois? Because I can't think. No, Maybe... I... The only one I can really think of is Brave New Metropolis in Superman the Animated Series. 
Because Lois died, and it's almost like he didn't know what to do, so he aligned himself with Lex. But it's not really that he went bad. He just kind of made bad decisions. Yeah, he's basically just saying, well, you know. But he, but Grant Morrison's kind of sim- he, he's kind of doing that thing anyway. You see some, and you simplify it, and you're like, well, actually, no, that's not really what happened. Because I, I've not read Injustice, so I don't know. But somebody said to me, Lois don't just die, and then he turns bad. It's like all this. All yeah, this there's stuff. more to it than that. It's yeah, which I'm sure we'll find point. out in the animated um, yeah. adaptation. So. But anyway, I, I'm glad you brought that up because that wound me up when I read that. On, uh, Grant Morrison said that. I'm like, you, you've got you've, you've got it wrong. Because <laughs> to me, again, Lois is not his only human connection. It's his parents. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, or and in this case, his boys as well. Yeah, right. So I mean, it's like it, making a human connection is important for Superman. Mm. Like that's what makes him. Superman. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I just wanted to clarify that the only thing he's read about is that, yeah, Lois isn't the beyond end all in terms of human connections. There is parents. Uh, mm-hmm. You could throw in Lana if you really want to because she's the yeah. first one. But whatever. My point is, for Superman to become the person that he is, there needs to be some connection with humanity. Yeah, yeah. Because if there's not, he ends up like and for me, it's not. It's, or or, or yeah, you talk. Sorry, just flip back on injustice. I know it's not losing Lois is the is the key factor in him turning bad. It makes him susceptible to turning evil because yeah. it opens him up. Yeah, to, and then other circumstances would yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, mind control, red kryptonite, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatatever, whatever's happening to him. Um, in addition to that, will I really like the scene where. Jordan was trying to hear out for Clark, and Clark knew Clark knew it, and he he like escaped the the fort the sand fortress or whatever uh, <laughs> for a second, and then he said he shouted Jordan to let him know where he was, and I thought it was such a cool like moment. And yeah, I liked it on several levels, and one was that Jordan had trouble finding his father. Yeah, and I, I like that because. He just learned how to use the power. Yeah, he he's he's having a harder time than Clark as well because Clark got to go to the fortress for ten years. He's having to learn like on the whim, like on the day. And you know, good for him. He didn't have the Jarrell in the fortress, but he's got his brother who kind of like his brother was like, "You can do it. I know you can." You know, type thing. And I think he's kind of learning through that way. So it's kind of I like the differences in the way. Yeah, no, no, but but I like the fact that he struggled because. Yeah, rather than just being like, it wouldn't make sense. Like, oh, hey, dad's over there. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just you just got this part. How are you an expert? Yeah, but he, he, the medic, the medic, like it was really difficult for him. Like he was even saying, "I'm hearing all these sounds and I don't know what they are." And then he was like, "A cat told just in Australia and New Zealand." And I thought that's actually quite a good little thing because that's yeah, I mean, who can? Really, I mean, it's very hard. Well, to... he, I think if you had two next to you, you could, but. If you just hear somebody, I'm not sure. It, yeah. There's a lot of accents like that as well, where like yeah. people here sound like can sound like I don't sound like I'm from London because I'm not. Can sound like they're from London, but they might be from somewhere near London. So it's not yeah. up to London. So you get these, you know, these kind of things all the time where you get mixed. Like um, we have like people in Newcastle, they call them Geordies, but you have people in Sunderland, which is next to Newcastle, and they're called Mackhams. But the accents are very similar. So if you hear somebody from Sunderland. You might go, oh, you're a Geordie, and they'll be like, no, I'm not. I'm not from Newcastle. But that kind of, 
that kind of thing happens. And I, okay. I just liked that they dropped that in because I thought it kind of made it made it good because it should. It was a way of telling you how difficult it was for Jordan to. It is Jordan, isn't it? Yeah, I'm getting mixed yeah. up because he's Jordan and I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, he he um he you know he he was finding it really hard to find his dad, but then the moment when his dad. I yelled out Jordan and stuff. I thought that was really cool that they kind of brought that. I I also really liked how Jonathan went to John Henry and tried yeah, to appeal to you know John Henry Irons, the father. Mm. Yes. Yeah. As a way of. Yeah, because he. And... What I liked about John Henry was he didn't just change his mind. Yeah. He was fighting it within himself when he like, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. Yeah. But right up until the point of, you know, when he fights Super Zod, whatever you want to call him. Um, that It was in that moment he decided, right, I'm going to try and get through to him rather than... Yeah. And I liked that because they didn't just, they didn't just have it so, yeah, all right. Like when Lois, he could have eased the turn around when Lois said... You know, Lois told him Clark Kent was Superman, basically. That he could have easily turned around then, couldn't he, and said... Yeah. All right. But, but, but it really did. was, I think a lot of it was Jordan saying, or Jonathan... Jonathan that was the last step, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, that, yeah. Saying, that look, really I, I, basically Jonathan saying, I get it. You know, I saw everything. You lost your daughter, your wife. I, I mm. understand. Yeah. But you're, a good, you're doing it because you're a good father. Yeah. Well, the person you want to kill. Is yeah, also... that was a bit of a thing about me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I I really like that conversation. Uh, again, I think what I like about this show and the way they're handling the boys, not the boys, the Amazon series, but the two <laughs> Super Sons. Which uh, is a great series, by the way. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but um, the great thing about them is they're very mature. In yeah. the way they act, they don't act like your typical, stereotypical, you know. Yeah, high it, they're not annoying, and I think yeah. a lot of people thought they were gonna. Like, I think Jordan, especially at the start, a few people were kind of like, "This kid, this kid's gonna be annoying," but he's really grown as a character as the season's yeah. gone on, and he's kind of learned. It, it, what I like about these boys as well is, unlike some of the other shows where we get sometimes is, with younger characters. Is they learn, they are learning lessons from things and actually applying it. So they, their characters are growing. Where yeah. sometimes characters, like in Smallville, for example, you'd have Clark and Lana kind of be mad at each other for some sort of learn a lesson. But then next week they'd be fine. And then week after they'd be mad at each other again over something. And you're kind of like, well, you did that already. The characters should grow from the. And they, they did grow in Smallville as time went on. But this is like, a, this feels like a more progressive growth rather than a oh we've got to this point now we can't really do that anymore do you know what I mean yeah 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 I would agree with that um before we get to the best part of the episode the you know the fight and stuff um I just want to say that I think the Diggle cameo was pointless I did not absolutely yeah absolutely and I have no issue with Diggle showing up but it literally I felt like they went oh we'll have you on the show and then they went well what's he going to do I don't know because he didn't We've seen, and I've seen this on the other shows. I've seen the clips of him, which I don't watch those shows anymore. He's kind of progressed a bit in each one, getting to a certain point. And I assume this was supposed to take place before Batwoman, anyway, given how where his character is. But he just seemed to be kind of like, 
oh yeah, blah blah blah, Oliver Queen, blah blah blah, and then he was like, oh yeah, there's that weapon. Oh my god, I never would have brought that if I had it. Well, something from Multiverse, and I'm like, that were it. I was like, oh, you literally could have had someone else bring that weapon in. It didn't have to be him. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it really was. Um, <laughs> point of, but but the main reason it was done was because he was in Vancouver. Um, that, that's literally they literally had a, wanted him in it, and they didn't have a, didn't have hope for him to do. Oh, I remember he was in. Uh, he was in. Um, he was in Vancouver. He directed an episode. He yeah. was doing other shows. Yeah. So since he was there, uh, he had already done the uh, the. Uh, he directed the episode weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, but he had already done the other... He was doing the other cameos too. Yeah, yeah. So while he was there, they're like, all right. Maybe it would have seemed better because I think this was supposed to be one of the first ones because his character does say... Like, his character in this con- completely contradicts what he said in The Flash, for example. Because, because he's an earlier, earlier in that stage of him... Because he's just basically not chosen the ring, as he, and all that sort of stuff yet. Mm-hmm. Which... I think it's a bit of a cop out, but well, uh, I think they're gonna. I think they've got plans for it. Is what I'm trying to get at. I, w- I would honestly, uh, I would hope that that they that they um, that they deliver on that. If they don't, it would disappoint if I don't. In it, it would be a waste. Now I believe he's got one cameo left, and it's Supergirl, right? Because he's not coming in that year, has he? Or has he? Uh, he has not, so I think that would be the next that one. That would be his last one, yeah. Because I get the feeling, you know they're doing this like mini Flash crossover at the start of next season, and the answer who's in it. I get the feeling he's probably going to be in it. Yeah. And that's probably going to be his big thing. So, we'll see what happens with that anyway, but I just, it would just like, I, I think it's like they went, right, well, we'll just establish it, it's definitely in the Arrowverse, because people have been saying, is it or in it, because the connections are loose. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just kind of like, it just didn't deliver. It just didn't offer anything to the episode. It, I think if you were going to bring Diggle in, Diggle should have come in when the Kryptonians took over all the people from Smallville. And that, what? Who does he work for? Who is it that he works for? The DEO is it? Somehow, or the DOD? Is that right? One of them. Uh, yeah, the DOD. DOD. Have the DOD what? come in to help and have him in a full episode rather than just come in. Or is it, the DE- is it the DEO? I can't remember. No, I think the DEO is on Supergirl, isn't it? No, he's in Argus. It's Argus then. It's not... Argus, yeah. So have Argus come in to help deal with that threat rather than him just popping in here to deliver somewhere. Yeah. It just seemed a bit pointless. I just didn't really get why they did it. But but anyway, I wanted to bring that up. And then the other thing was the Cushing's thing. I was just like, oh, really? Like, this scene? But then I thought, I think the scene where they were cleaning the graffiti off was to show... While you might be having a crap time, somebody can be having a good time and life goes on. Do you know what I mean? I kind yeah, of got that. I, yeah, I think that it, was more. It felt that. so jarring in the episode for me. Like, oh, we went from that to that and then back to the city. I'm just like, you could have just not had that. Yeah. But it's a little nitpick. I didn't mind the other stuff, though. Like, the people in the town hate him now and stuff. And I kind of think that's kind of an interesting aspect to his character because he, he was literally just trying to help people. Yeah. And he's kind of got crap for it but you can kind of understand people being annoyed because he was so vocal for Edge and then Edge is oh you totally understand both perspectives yeah 
like, I'm sure by the end of the season I'll forgive him, but <laughs> it wasn't his fault. But he, you know, they were they were championing Edge the whole time. So yeah, I mean, I've got this feeling Kyle's not going to make it in the season two for some reason. I could be completely wrong, but it's just a, just a feeling I've got. So you still think he's not going to make it to the end of the? Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to mention about Morgan Edge. Sorry. So Morgan Edge, we got, we saw. He was talking about the the, the pain that he went through when he first went to the fortress, which is what Clark was going through. Mm. I'm like, well, has he been taken over by another Kryptonian? His body, or is it? Is it actually him? Do you know that's what I mean? A, that's a good question. Because he, if he went through the same process, why? Although they didn't have the eradicator, did they? So I don't think it would have worked in hindsight. I think they were, no, but they I think that's gen- I, I think that's genuinely him. Yeah, yeah, because it has to be because they didn't have the eradicator, then did they? Uh, that would be my that would be my take on it. The steel Superman fight was so good. Oh, <laughs> and I kind of like how the shine of the suit up, make it look a bit more steel like. That was cool. I I, I think. Yeah, the suit looks much more, uh, much brighter, much shinier. Um, but and it's kind of metaphorical to his, you know, frame of mind now, right? Whereas yeah. Before he's, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. But just visual, visually, like again, that fight scene, that's movie level quality. And there, yeah. And there's no. And they went up into the sky and stuff, and. That was so cool. Because, like, I'm comparing it to when I compare, when I look at this, you know, just look at the Superman versus Superman fight in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm. And this, and again, nothing against that because I loved it because Brandon Roth was back in the whole thing. Yeah, but yeah. You just look at the visuals. Yeah, it's and, a different. And it doesn't level, compare, yeah. right? Like it no. just, yeah. Um, the, my favorite thing though was when they decide, you know, when obviously he gets Clark back, you know, to being Clark, and then the team up, and I thought, I oh, wanted yeah. to see that. Yeah, I, I love Steel. I think Steel's a great character. So I think oh, I've wanted yeah. to see Steel on some of Superman. I I always said if I did a trilogy of movies, he'd have popped up in like the second one and the third one and stuff. Um, well, if they ever if they had ever done the death properly. You know, yeah, like the, that, the, that could have been a trilogy in and of itself, but it probably could have been. Yeah, the hell yeah. do I know? I'm just a jackass. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, the um, the scene where he they go after Edge, then yeah, and, we're we're, together. and I'm like, this is so cool. The flying we're together, but did you think it was what was Edge doing to the eradicator? Because I was so unsure what he was doing. I think he was just trying to get Zod's consciousness into him. Because it's already, already in Clark, so does it still retain it? I don't know how it works. Oh, I think once Clark rejects it, yeah, that's it. But, so he was kind of basically his dad said, "You know what you've got to do now," and he took the eradicator and his heat, he's using his heat vision on it, which I assume means to power it up. Yeah. But uh, he got hit by that solar flare by um, John Henry and crashed down to the ground. So I was thinking, well. What? Because obviously we don't know. He's, I'm assuming they're going to reveal exactly what he's doing. But why would he need Zod's consciousness? I don't. I don't know if that would. Well, I just think the whole plan was to bring Zod on Earth. But it exactly. seemed like. But if you go by what happened on the other 
world, they would just brought every Kryptonian back, didn't they, that they could? So would it not just be the same thing there again? Because I almost wondered, you know, in Nana Steel, how he's got all, he's got the codex. I thought, has he absorbed all the consciousnesses of the Kryptonians into one? That's what I, that's where my head went. You know, like he's got all the DNA in Man of Steel. Right, right. Kryptonians. Yeah, oh, I know what you're saying. He's got all the consciousnesses. Of it the... just seemed very. This episode was very centric towards Zod, so that's why I'm thinking. Hmm. He didn't really seem like a character though, did he? Because he didn't say what. And he had a. I didn't really get why he had a weird voice. I thought that was a bit strange. Um, but he didn't really seem to say a lot. And when even when he fought like Steel, he didn't really. Do you know what I mean? You want? He didn't seem like the. I. I, I get. I feel like Edge is the main guy. Hmm. I guess we'll find out. Won't we? It's gonna be interesting, but. But he did smile in that cell at the end when they got. Yeah, I top. think the, I think the Zod persona is taking shape now. So you think fun. it's Zod? Yeah, no, I think I... he might have took all of them in. I really do. Just got a feeling. Because it just looks like in that cell that when he smiles that he's yeah finally what taking you, that bit where Clark punched him. Well, that was so cool, wasn't it? Yeah, knocked him out. That was uh, <laughs> it. Was just like cool. <laughs> stay down. I, I also like we get to talk about how. When uh, Steel calls for the hammer, oh, and then it's like it's not a big swing because because of the power of that hammer. Yeah, it doesn't need a massive, you know, like hand over hand kind of. Hand. <laughs> it's just a boom, just a punt to the cheek. Yeah, and, it and then you saw that. Yeah, the, that was really cool, man. I can't wait because I know that there's a team coming up where the team up against. I think it's Edge and Leslie because Leslie Lars disappeared, aren't you? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the other thing. They said they're going to look for him. I'm like, well, actually, where is she and what's she up to? That was, um, she's obviously going to break him out, isn't she? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah, you would think so. But there's, uh, I think there's three episodes left now. Yeah, there's one next yeah, week. So, and then another break. Then another three week break. And then. Do you know what I'm glad at, though? Because when we left on the cliffhanger, he was kind of possessed. And I'm like, in your mind, you want him to come back and to see. So you get we've got Superman back now. Oh yeah, I'm right? glad they didn't drag it out for the last four episodes. That would have been so annoying, wouldn't it? Like a a handful of episodes where he's, he's like again, I don't need to see prop Superman proper evil for an entire. Well, segment. yeah, if he did it for four episodes or something, that would be taking Mick, wouldn't it? Like, like, like here's an example. You tell me you're doing an adaptation of Justice Injustice. Great, I understand that because. The scenario makes Superman mm. that way, et cetera, et cetera. But in this kind of scenario, it would have been totally different where it's like, I don't want to see that for extended periods of time. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 they did it just the right amount of time, didn't they? It was, it, it was Honestly, this with, the, with the exception of a very few situations, Injustice being one of them, I've had my fill of evil Superman. Well, I, I kind of feel that way about superheroes fighting each other as well. You know, like we got... I think when the BBS came out, there was like there was a fight on Supergirl. There was uh, there was. De- well, you're gonna, no, Spider, you're gonna see it in Injustice, but you, you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I don't mind that. It's an animated thing. But like, um, what else? There was there was in Daredevil versus the Punisher. Do you Captain know what I mean? America, right? Versus Iron Man, and he's just like there's the whole team fighting. Because I'm 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 look I'm old school. I like my superheroes to fight bad guys, man. <laughs> I don't well, want to see him fight each And I think. I, I think we're representative of 
a large portion of the general audience, the way the general audience feels, I, I think all things being considered, you know, and we've speculated, and again, when I say this, this, this bears nothing towards my overall review of, of BBS, but mm. we've said it many times. I think that movie would have gone down better for the general audience if it was a straight up world's finest. And yeah, not, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like let's watch that and yeah. Superman beat the crap. Out. I mean, look, the fighting, remember, the fighting um, in and of itself was eight minutes, like the actual fighting. Yeah, it won't long. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the whole movie is built around, you know, Batman hates or is angry at Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the promotional material made it seem like a, a WWE pay per view where, where you. <laughs> who's going to be. Whereas I just think, in terms of cinema, especially, I think people get more of a kick out of seeing Batman and Superman team up. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Than they do. Watching them to blow. Watch each other, blood. take each other, each yeah, other's head off. Yeah. But again, and without the inclusion of Kryptonite, posing that question, who would win? It's like, well, what? You almost have to look at that promotional material. And say, what are the parameters? Because if there ain't no, yeah, I, yeah. this isn't even a yeah. question. Like, you know, that's I, like, my, my anytime someone puts one of them polls up on Twitter, like it would win the whole car. Iron Man or whatever. Well, Iron Man probably would destroy the whole, but I uh, sorry, Hulk could probably destroy Iron Man. But I always say whoever the writer wants to win the fight because that's, oh, that's what I mean. Stan Lee, I think, at one point had said that. But yeah. but it's a, so again, I just think, like I said. You can't really count Civil War because Marvel could put their name on anything, and you know. The, yeah, the the the, the <laughs> that was like built towards it. The thing is, I think I I love BBS, and I I I honestly think the problem was that they should have just said this is you know like the Dark Knight trilogy was the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, they should have just said this is a five. But, but it's like thing. the the MCU had built up a conflict with. You know, yeah, it well, movies I, think, where... I think it would be argued it wasn't done very well, in my opinion, but yeah, no, I no, agree but, with you. <laughs> but, but you, you saw the division between the two, yeah, there was a little bit the of different it, yeah, movies, yeah. right? Whereas we, we, with Batman and Superman, it was hey, this is the f- first time you're I get what you're saying, yeah, 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 I get what you're saying, yeah. So, you know, I just think, like I said, all the you know, after several rewatches, I've come around, but. All things being equal, I would have enjoyed it even more, and I think the general audience would have enjoyed it more had it been let's team up and beat the crap out of Lex Luthor and, and the Joker respectively. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. But they didn't do that, so <laughs> and that's why that's why the, I like the fact that the fight between John Henry and this version of Superman was very brief and. They, they, but then yeah. you you compare those two in this to BBS just as a, a comparison. The, this just goes to show my other thing that I think series actually suit comic book characters better because they've been able to tell an arc of a story where they did kind of have that rivalry and then they've become sort of friendly. Oh yeah, I mean, and, and Superman. And Whereas over two hours, it's not necessarily that easy to do. So to do, uh, and I always say this, like, like take Stargirl for example. That as a movie would probably not quite work as well, but because it's a series, you build up this. Oh, a movie would be very chunky. Because you'd have to bring all those characters in, and everyone would be like, "Oh, they all." Yeah, you maybe get the JSA at the tail end of of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just a series just works better for me. And I think look, look, if 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 series could have movie budgets, would be in would be in heaven because they'd be able to do anything then. 
they are limited to what they can do. I mean, I know you get like Game of Thrones was a high end budget. That's kind of what you'd probably need for something like if you did like a, I don't know, let's say a Kingdom Come Universe or something. You yeah. need you need that kind of budget for that. Think, it so. need to be Game of Thrones Watchmen level. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So the way it works. But yeah, the um, I'm glad the friends now. Anyway, is what I was. Uh, I like oh, the bit. I, the I love the fact that they work together. Yeah, because just. You know, I, I think it was in that film Jumper where um, they talk about Marvel team-up. And I'm yeah. like, I love my superheroes to team-up. I just think it's the coolest thing ever. So. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> and, and I've been a big fan of Steel ever since I read The Death of Superman. and Return, Sorry, uh, Return of Superman. It was, he was in one of the Oh, Superman. I think he's he, uh, him and Superboy are the two best characters. I yeah, know. absolutely. I, I would say the cyborg Superman works well in that story, but outside of that, it should never appear ever again. <laughs> And I do love the Eradicator, which that's the thing I was going to ask you. Do you think the Eradicator's gone now? Uh, I would I think hope so. not. I hope not. I, I, I think doing the job that it does presently, I think that's done. That's what I mean. Do you think maybe something could evolve now? Could it morph and evolve? Sure. Because I think he throws it into the sun in one of the... I mean, Brainiac could come down and do God knows what. Right. Who knows? Well, that, the funny thing is, um, I think they started doing season two prep now, uh-huh. and that Jay Jameson, one of the writers, basically just put these two like eyes, and I'm like, and he's he said something I can't remember was now, but it was basically like it was like, is it hinting that it's something going down? Because I want Brainiac in season two, man. I'm just like, give me Brainiac. Oh, I love these guys <laughs> with Brainiac. I for sure. I, I, we are long overdue Superman versus Brainiac. If we don't get Superman versus Brainiac in the next five years, then the world has failed. <laughs> You've got to, yeah. I mean, next logical steps for me. And you could really build him up slowly. You wouldn't even have to introduce him straight away. You could, because you think about the comic where, in the John Byrne version, he kind of he starts off um, kind of inhabiting a human. Yeah. That's how you could start that story off, and then. From there. But, anyway. but ju- just think, I mean, even Man of Steel would have been the perfect. Like, you want to do an alien invasion. You could have done that for some film with Brainiac. It would be like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. think about it. You could have even had a scenario where Superman's there and everybody's like, you know, typical reaction that we said, hey, look, there's the savior. And then all of a sudden, here's this counterpoint. And that's because of Brainiac's arrival. Yeah, that's when people cool. start distrusting Superman. So it's like I I think he's long overdue. Man. Oh, absolutely! It's like <laughs> man, don't get me wrong. I love Michael Shannon's Zod, but really that was the perfect opportunity. It would have been. It would have worked. Yeah. I mean, I, I I wouldn't change Man of Steel to be honest, but I think no, in hindsight. But I'm just saying, you know, when there yeah, when, yeah, when yeah. there was the lie of oh we're not we're not using Zod. Yeah, they did say that, didn't they? And then yeah, it was Zod, yeah. right? And, and Wasn't it like? like um, like J.J. Abrams, no, we're not using, we're not using, uh... That was it. Uh, Khan. <laughs> it wasn't, it was just, everyone was like, what? I quite like that movie, though, just, uh... uh I like all three of the J.J. The yeah. I've not seen the third one, actually. Just oh, Beyond is really good. Is it? I like, oh, I love, Idris Elba's in it. Idris Elba's in it. Oh, is it? I'll definitely watch it, and he's cool. And he's got Superman, apparently. <laughs> oh, no, well, you can yell at the screen while you're watching the Star Trek movie. Oh, I, sorry, before we wrap up, one more rant. Can people stop bringing up Supergirl when Superman needs to call somebody, right? 
does Supergirl call Superman every time? Does the Flash call Superman when he needs help? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. People need to understand. People need to understand. Plans got shifted. But not just that, right? But even in the storyline, if plans, if she could have appeared, I don't think they'd have brought her into the storyline. I think she'd have come in for a guest appearance, maybe. Yeah. This storyline would have played out like it is. But like I say, when she was, she got. Destroyed by rain, she didn't. They didn't ring up Clark, did they? And be like, "Can you come to whatever city?" Remember, remember when Supergirl started, and everybody was saying, "Oh, we want Supergirl to stand on her own." Yeah, the show did that for the first season. Yeah, but now, but now, <laughs> oh, where's Supergirl? No, yeah. how can Superman and Lois stand on its own first? Yeah, and again, Melissa's a new mother. Like, can we just talk about this practically for a second? If she was the cameo on Superman and Lois, yes, they both film in Vancouver, but two different sets. Or you mix in casts as well. Then, different locations. She'd have to come down, quarantine for even if it's even if it's not the full two weeks. Let's say it's five or six days. Quarantine for five six days. She can't see her baby because. Is that fair? What mother's going to do that? She's going to come for, what, a five-minute, you know, one episode or, or worse, less than that? For what? Just to say, hey, cuz, how's it going? Yeah. Why? <laughs> so, yeah, I just can't help. I... Look, if down the road in a couple seasons, Melissa's willing to reprise the role and, and come for a guest spot when the world isn't, a, isn't in the midst of still... Up, because I know people like to think it's over. Uh, folks... We're still in the midst of this thing. It's not over. Um, Wear a so, mask. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's just like, let it go. There's a chance she'll appear in the future, but it ain't happening right now. It's not happening this season. I, I think what bothers me more is it's not the fact that people wanted to appear because I, I kind of get that, but it's that anytime Superman's in a bit of trouble, they go, Oh, why don't you call Supergirl? Because Supergirl doesn't call Superman every time she's in trouble. I can also show, say, why does he call Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne exists in the Arrowverse. Exactly. He's just, he's just dumb. Anyway, she'll wrap up anyway and give final. Have you got anything else in the episode before? No, I, I just so other than to say it was another great episode. I, I mean, they haven't put a foot wrong, and we're third. What is it? Thirteen episodes in now. Twelve, thirteen. Was it? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. What show have you watched? You could, you could say. Consistently, there were 12 top-tier episodes. Maybe Stargirl? That's probably it. Yeah. That was yeah. consistently good, that show. And that was, what, was it yeah. 10 or 12? I don't know if it had been 12, actually, yeah. <laughs> we give it half 10. So we have to wait until <laughs> the first two episodes of season two. <laughs> but no, I, great episode again. I, I think... Um, I, I wish we hadn't about to wait because I think it would have been... I think where we'd have been now. You know, yeah. in the in the season, but I mean, I'm I'm gonna be sad when it ends uh, the season one, and we have to wait till next year for episode. But like you say, we've got Titans, we've got Stargirl. We've, we've oh, started, there's so, so much. Fandom will distract us. Yeah. Then... So, what's your rating out of five on this one? Um, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I'm gonna agree with you on a four and a half as well. Yeah. I don't think we've given an episode of it. I think the lowest rated, a rated one was, I think I gave one 3.75. I think that was the Jitters episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, even, And again, that's still a good rating. It, asked, it was a good episode. Yeah, look, if, if, to me, if, if the episode would merit less, I'd give it less. 
Yeah. Not just because it's Superman, hey, I'm giving it all, you know, fours and fives. It just hasn't merited anything. Yeah, more exactly, yeah. So the second when it does have one of those episodes, we'll just come out outright and say we we don't like that. Episode. Oh, we've done that before. It's not like we haven't done it on the you exactly, know so, yeah. Um, exactly. So yeah. Nicely uh nice job done. Another fantastic episode. We'll be back next week. And um and of course uh uh, we'll uh, we'll discuss the the next episode, and we'll probably lament about the break that will follow that episode. But until then, if you want to talk about Superman and Lois with us on social media, you can. Stephen, where do they find you? Yeah, I'm at Steve Bob 1984. But if you're a West Allen fan, I'm not really a West Allen fan, so don't get excited. But <laughs> you, you can follow me. You can follow him and enjoy it for the rest of the week. Well, do you know as well that I'm not I'm not gonna. It's not like after this week I'm gonna go and slander him. I just I'm just not a fan of that. that. That that thing. So yeah. I'll just want to talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if you, also... enjoy, if you want to enjoy all that fun <laughs> and, and, and up until now, and you please follow. It's it's a good time. <laughs> but yeah, there's also the Twitter page for the network of shows and podcasts, which is at MMNPDC as well on Twitter. And if you want to follow my personal account, it's at Adam underscore Leafsfan on Twitter. We have the. Facebook page for the for the podcast network, which is in the description. <laughs> Click the link, I'll add you. And we can continue the conversation on Facebook if that is more your thing. But until next time, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We enjoyed bringing it to you. And we want you to remember that Superman and Lois are forever. From the first time the characters on this show tried to convince John Henry Irons not to kill Superman, to the last. So long, everybody. So long.